welcome to the Outward OPC podcast. Outward OPC is a work of the Committee on Home Missions, and its goal is to encourage zeal for reaching the lost and to be a tool for the OPC and other Reformed churches to be more effective at reaching people outside the church. You can check out the website at outwardopc.com. Now let's get to today's episode. Brad Herzog here for Outward OPC, and today I'm with Bradney Lopez. Bradney is the OPC church planter in Puerto Rico. He is in town here. We're in St. Augustine, Florida at the Church Planters Conference this year, and we thought we'd take some time to talk to him. Bradney, it is great to have you here, and I thought I'd let you introduce the name of the church in Puerto Rico, uh, because I think you'll be able to do it much better than I can. Okay, well, thank you for having me here. Uh, The name of the church is Iglesia Presbyteriana Sola Escritura, which is a a scripture-alone Presbyterian church. Great, (laughs) great. So let's start with, uh, Bradney, I think... Uh, I'm thinking of myself here, but I think there's a lot of people in America, when we think of Puerto Rico, we probably think of a couple things. We think of a great vacation spot in the winter. Uh, Recently, we think of the hurricane and all the devastation that we've seen and all the stories that we've seen. And and even in the OPC, knowing the the trips that have been gone down to Puerto Rico. And we we also might think if you're not there for vacation, we might expect some level of poverty maybe in in different parts. But I thought... I'd let you just explain a little bit what life is like in Puerto Rico so that we can uh, get a better understanding of one of our churches there. Okay, well, life in Puerto Rico is, you know, we, we, it's an island. Uh, we're, Puerto Ricans are, are happy, you know, if we have food, music, and, and the ocean, we're happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, poverty, well, we, we have some, not, not like in, in other part of Latin America, but we have some in Puerto Rico. But life in Puerto Rico also is, is kind of hard because we don't have uh, many jobs for people. So that's why people are, are coming to the state to find a job. So. so let's talk a little bit about the church plant, how, how you got to this church plant, uh, you and your family, and uh, how it has developed over time and just, just kind of how this all came to be. Uh, you know, it's not like uh, we have a lot of people visiting your church, probably some in the OPC have been there, but tell us how the church plant came about and how you ended up uh, being the church planter there. Okay, well, uh, we started visiting Carlos Cruz uh, Church uh, in San Juan, in the capital of Puerto Rico. So, and then uh, we we see the need of a reformed church in the south. There's no other reformed church, uh, only our church. So we we see the need, so we... I told to the I talked to the pastor. I said I will plant a church in, in San Juan. So we started the church. First, we became mission from from that church in San Juan. Then uh, the Presbytery of New Jersey uh, took us, you know, and and now it's a mission from the Presbytery of New Jersey. And we're there, you know, uh, evangelizing, uh, preaching, making contacts. It's it's kind of difficult. Well, every every church plant is difficult, but there's not any reformed church in around us. There's there's not any Presbyterian church. So when we talk about Presbyterianism or a Presbyterian church, we have to explain what is Presbyterianism about and what we believe and, and everything because they don't really know what is a Presbyterian church. So uh, you are told me you are a native of Puerto Rico. Tell us about uh, your family, your wife and children and life there. Where are you living how close are you to where you are? You renting a a place to to worship, and and what's life like just for you as a family, being a church planter and a church planter's family there? Okay, yeah. Well, I'm I'm planting a church in my hometown, the the 
where you where I grew up grew up and my my wife also grew up there so we know many people there yeah. we you know people saw us from being a little kid to mm -hmm. now that we have family and everything and right now we're renting a place in front of the city hall and a principal uh, in a principal street called Morse Calle Morse so and we we're very people see us when they drive uh, uh, across the town so it's a it's a good spot for us and the the life of of a mission of a church planter in Arroyo is is I think it's kind of the same in everywhere you know uh, a lot of work uh, a lot of contact but also I have to watch out for my time with my family and and my wife so it's the uh, life in, in in Puerto Rico is 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 low but it's also like you have to to be careful where you spend your your, your time yeah so you mentioned that Presbyterianism is not familiar to people in Puerto Rico. Um, I'm, I'm curious, what spiritual background? Is it highly Roman Catholic? Uh, what types of things is it? And then as you talk about the spirituality or non-spirituality of Puerto Ricans, how is it that people are ending up coming to you? What are you finding and, and what kinds of things are you doing to try to uh, reach people? Well, Puerto Rico is, uh, is most Catholic and Pentecostal. Uh, Puerto Rican are, they're very religious people. Even if they don't go to church, they have a, an opinion and a belief about the Bible, so they're very religious people. So we're facing more, I think, more Pentecostal and charismatic uh, belief than Catholicism. So we have to, to reteach them about uh, the the gift of the spirit and and uh and the holiness of god uh because the many people who come to our church they have the pentecostal mm -hmm. background and and we're you know that's our, our main uh problem in the island i think yeah. and and it's a it's, we have many pentecostal church but not gospel no gospel so i can imagine that um even though you and your wife grew up there and know people there, I, I could imagine, just like for any church planter, it's hard to go beyond, to get from knowing somebody to where they would be willing to visit your church. You meet somebody new and tell them that you're a church planter and pastor. It's, it's a long step to get them to come to your church. What are you, how do you think, think about outreach and reaching people? Are you doing uh, events? Are you doing relational type things? Are there any particulars you could share with us that you think have been helpful in terms of trying to connect with people, get to know people, and then reach people? Well, yeah, I, I we take every opportunity to talk with people. Like my my children, they go to music class in the afternoon, so we sit down with the other parents and and we talk about the Bible and about our church. So so far, we got one lady who who come to our church. Every other Sunday, but she's coming and she's uh, hearing the gospel, and and also we use the Facebook, uh, Facebook Live. We we have two, two guys who are now member of the church, but they came because they saw us on Facebook and, and <laughs> listened to our, to our uh, video live, uh, yeah, our videos. So uh, we we also are doing. Uh, we're trying to be uh, intentional in our outreach, like go out and talk to people and let them know that let them know that we are here and the church is here and and we also talk about it's important for us to talk a little bit uh, about what we believe and, and why we are different uh, to other churches uh, around us when you started this church 
did you have a core group of people uh, that you started with? And as the church has grown, how are people, like, can you tell, without singling people out, you don't have to use names or anything, but, but what types of people are coming and, and what has brought them there? Uh, can you think of any specifics that might encourage people as we're praying for you and thinking about the church? Yeah, well, we start with a group. Uh, uh, we start with a Bible study, and then they, the group, they start asking me when we are going to do a Sunday, Sunday service. So <laughs> we start our first uh, Sunday service on January the 5th, uh, 2014. So uh, with this group, and they kept going. They kept coming, people coming to our church. Uh, and they're, they're learning, they're knowing about the holiness of God, and they're, they're very uh, productive in the, in the mm-hmm. church. Okay. And most of the people who come, uh, they have a Baptist background. Okay. And they're looking for a Reformed church. Okay. But we have some people who are uh, Pentecostal, and they mm-hmm. saw the, the seriousness of the Reformed preaching and the Reformed beliefs. So, yeah. What have you, uh, we're recording this in early, uh, early in 2019, uh, be a couple months before people hear it. But what are you, I'm just curious what you're preaching on now, and can you tell us a little bit about uh, why you've maybe chosen uh, the things given your circumstances and the people and, and how that affects, uh, because you're trying to reach people uh, in Puerto Rico, Pentecostal and, and otherwise, how does that affect your preaching and selection of things that you preach? Yeah, right now I'm preaching through the Ten Commandments and I, I decide to preach from the Ten Commandments because one of the questions that many people uh, do in Puerto Rico is if, we, if the law is, is uh, if we have to keep the law because Christ died, so the law is not any longer uh, necessary. But and and I, I you know I was hearing this over and over and I said, well, I will preach about Ten Commandment and 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 the application. So they're they're learning that we we need to f- to follow the Ten Commandment because God requires us that, but it's not for salvation, mm-hmm. but it's for holiness and 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 obe- obedience to our to our Savior. What do you think? Um are some of the challenges when we think about, I think one of the great things I've mentioned in other podcasts that we have in the OPC is churches and people are genuinely praying regularly for our church plants. They see home missions today uh, and they pray. What are, what are some upcoming things that uh, you could share with us for 2019 that when people hear this, they might be able to add to their prayer list? Well, I pray for God to open doors uh, to, to preach the gospel. Um, we're from we're in a small town so we want to make the difference with the gospel and 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 reach as many people as we can so and and pray for our plan for 2019 or of evangelism and go and outreach let them people know that we're here so uh, pray that we have uh like more opportunity and resources to do what we want to do and what kinds of things do you think you might be doing do you have events planned or is this more like do you spend uh, time in the town intentionally trying to reach people how do you do that do you spend time at a coffee shop like we would in america uh do, do you go to events uh, in town what kinds of things do you do personally as the church planter to try to connect with people well we don't have a like coffee shop yeah. that he, like uh-huh. in here yeah. but we go out uh in the neighborhood and we take every opportunity or, or activity to to talk about our church and and the gospel uh for this 2019 uh, i i I did a, a like schedule mm-hmm. the thing that I want to do that I didn't we didn't do last year like 
take opportunity of Easter or of Christmas or Reformation Day. So we want to be more intensive and, and in that area and, and invite people, you know, just make a, I want to do a cookout, mm -hmm. like giving something to a church for the church to invite people to to come and to spend time with with us, you know, and, and for us to reach out, we use like activity. I, I, I love to go to surf. Okay. <laughs> So, and, and I, I made the thing like there's a pastor who served. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the only pastor yeah. surfing in, in the whole area. Yeah. So they know that, that I'm there. So sometimes they will come and ask me about Bible, about the Bible. <laughs> so we now have two surfing OPC pastors. Our host here, in, oh, as you probably know well, yeah. in St. Augustine, Eric Watkins, and you in Puerto Rico. So we're yeah, building yeah. our, we're building our uh, stable of surfing OPC pastors. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Well, Bradney, it's great to hear from you. Thanks for taking some time. I think it really helps us to hear from the pastor himself and to uh, maybe make it more vivid what's what's happening in the OPC, and particularly in Puerto Rico, where not as many people are probably able to visit. But uh, maybe this will put it in people's minds if we do visit in the winter to, well, that, to come and worship with you. You're welcome. If you want to come to Puerto Rico, let me know, and we find a place for you to stay, and, and we, we take care of you. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Bradney. Uh, we look forward to checking in with you and hearing more home missions reports. Thanks. That's it for today's episode. You can go to the website at outwardopc.com to check out more resources and you can sign up for our email list where you'll receive notifications when new things are available. Until then, we'll see you next episode.